Don't let me fall, King Jesus. Do not allow sin to have power over me and cause me to be separated from you. Father, I pray for each and every person who's under the sound of my voice. God, give us strength. Give us the courage and boldness to turn our backs to this world and take up our cross. Empower us to stand up for your word, to stand up for righteousness and godly biblical values. Father, help us to walk in the spirit and not gratify the flesh. Help us to walk in humility. Help us, Lord, to walk in perfect love so that we can live lives that actually exemplify 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 7. It says, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. It can only be by your grace and by the Holy Spirit empowering us that we can walk in this kind of love. So, Lord Jesus, as we turn our backs to the ways of this world and we seek to live lives that are pleasing to you, Father, I pray that you would enable us to lay aside every weight. Enable us to lay aside the sin which clings so closely to us and weighs us down. Help us, Father, to run with endurance the race that is set before us. Your word says in Deuteronomy 5, verse 33, You shall walk in all the way that the Lord your God has commanded you, that you may live, and that it may go well with you, and that you may live long in the land that you shall possess. Father, when I choose to walk in your way, your word tells me that it shall be well with me. There are blessings to be under your leadership, Lord. And so I submit and yield to you. Father, remove from within me any spirit that seeks to control or to do things my way. Remove from within me the spirit of pride that thinks that my way of doing things is always the best way. Father, I know that only your way is always right. And only your way is always best. So allow me to yield to the Holy Spirit so that I may be in right standing with you and so that I may live my life in accord with your will for my life. Father, teach me to be still and know that you are God and you alone Hold the past, the present, and the future in your hands. 
May your holy name be uplifted forevermore, King Jesus. I thank you, Father, for hearing this prayer. And I pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen. There are people out there who battle with many things each and every day. Some people wake up and the enemy they face is called depression. Others wake up and their enemy is worry. Some will find that the minute they open their eyes, that giant adversary called anxiety or disease is looking at them straight in the face. These are hidden battles. But perhaps the underlying force or spirit behind many negative feelings is fear. Fear will cause someone to be anxious all the time. Fear will displace the joy in someone's life and leave them dejected, depressed, and feeling hopeless. Fear will magnify the tragedy and blind you to everything else that is good or everything else that is a blessing from God. You see, fear is more than just a negative thought. It's more than an emotion. Fear is a spirit. 2nd Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says, "For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control." The amplified translation elaborates and says, "For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of sound judgment and personal discipline, abilities that result in calm, well-balanced mind and self-control." Fear is a spirit. The Bible does not say God did not give us a feeling or an emotion called fear. No. It says he didn't give us a spirit of fear. The spirit of fear lies. The spirit of fear comes to sabotage your faith and ransack your belief. The spirit of fear is a paralyzing spirit. The spirit of fear is one of the devil's weapons of choice because of how it can consume the mind and heart of a person. As children of God, we need to know this and rebuke this spirit from our lives. In the innermost parts of our hearts, we need to be convicted, persuaded, and sure that God has given us a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. Nowhere on that list does it say God gave us a spirit of fear. So why do so many of us accept it in our lives? Why do we fall victim to it time and time again? Pray against the spirit and rebuke it from your life, saints. There is power in the name of Jesus Christ. There is power in the blood of Jesus Christ, and as children of God, we ought to know this. We ought to come against the spirit by making sure we are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. 
we can come against the spirit of fear by making sure our lives are anchored in God's word and in his promises. As you build your faith, you block out the spirit of fear. Fear and faith do not mix. They are complete opposites. So if you'll take just one thing away from my message today, let it be this. God has not given you a spirit of fear. He has given you a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Now let us pray. Lord, I bless your holy name and I praise you for your goodness. I thank you for the many blessings that you have given me. And among all that you have given me, your word tells me that you have not given me a spirit of fear. I thank you for this word, King Jesus. It's because of your word that I will not fear. It's because of your word that I will not be afraid. Should I come face to face with adverse situations, let me not be afraid. Let me not entertain fear. Should the enemy attempt to use fear as a weapon, I rebuke that spirit in Jesus' name. Should the enemy attempt to discourage and intimidate us with the spirit of fear, I rebuke that spirit in Jesus' name. I thank you for your word in Isaiah chapter 35 verse 4 that says, Say to those who have an anxious heart, be strong, fear not, behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. Father, I pray in agreement with everyone listening. We receive your word and we will not be anxious. We will not have anxious hearts. We will not have panic-stricken hearts because the hand of God Almighty is over us. The Lord of hosts watches over us. The God of the ages is our deliverer. And if God is for us, who can be against us? If God is for us, there is no room for fear. As long as you, Lord, are with us and for us, fear has been defeated in our lives. The devil has been defeated and he has no power over us. The strength to overcome fear, anxiety, and worry comes from you, King Jesus. Give us the strength to stand in the face of opposition and in a world filled with fear and declare that Jesus Christ has not given us a spirit of fear or a spirit of timidity or cowardice, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of sound judgment and personal discipline. I believe and declare that the Lord has given us the grace to live a life that is filled with peace and joy, with a well-balanced mind and self-control. Father, your word in Joshua 1 verse 9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would empower us to stand when the spirit of fear wants us to fall. 
Give us strength and courage when the spirit of fear wants us to be weak and afraid. We are blessed and we rejoice at the knowledge that you, Lord God, are with us wherever we go. Lord, we humble ourselves. We submit and surrender to you, a mighty God. I pray that you would help us to set aside self-righteous pride. Help us to set aside any thoughts that tell us that we are strong in our own strength. Instead, we cast all of our cares, all of our anxieties, all of our worries, and all our concerns, we cast them all to you, Lord Jesus. We cast them to you because you are a God who cares about us with the deepest affection. And you continually watch over us. Your word in 1 Chronicles 28 verse 20 says, Be strong and courageous and do it. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. For the Lord God, even my God, is with you. He will not leave you or forsake you until all the work for the service of the house of the Lord is finished. May your word be established in our lives. May your word be the anchor of our lives. We will not fear in Jesus' name because you, Lord, will never leave us or forsake us. Thank you for hearing this prayer. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. First John chapter 4 verse 18 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. What does this verse mean? In a simplified sense, where there is fear, there is no love. And where there is love, real, pure love there can be no fear. One commentary from a theologian named Albert Barnes says, There is no fear in love. Love is not an affection which produces fear. In the love which we have for a parent, a child, a friend, there is no fear. If a man had perfect love to God, he would have no fear of anything. For what would he have to dread? He would have no fear of death, for he would have nothing to dread beyond the grave. It is guilt that makes people fear what is to come. But he whose sins are pardoned and whose heart is filled with the love of God has nothing to dread in this world or the world to come. The angels in heaven, who have always loved God and one another, have no fear. For they have nothing to dread in the future. The redeemed in heaven, rescued from all danger, and filled with the love of God, have nothing to dread. And as far as that same love operates on earth, it delivers the soul now from all apprehension of what is to come. God is loved by his very nature, and so love cannot be associated with fear.
This is why the Bible repeatedly encourages us not to be afraid. That's why the phrase, fear not, appears over and over again in Scripture. We do not have to fear because God's love offers protection. It offers protection over every threat from the enemy. We do not have to fear because God's love offers provision. He will provide for you. He will meet your emotional needs, your physical needs, and financial needs because He loves you. We do not have to fear illness or disease because God's love offers healing. For everything that threatens us, God's love is the answer. There is no problem or situation that should make us fearful when we understand this. So we've established that there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Now, if we read 1 John chapter 4, verse 8, the Bible says, Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. The Amplified translation says, The one who does not love has not become acquainted with God, does not and never did know Him, for God is love. He is the originator of love and it is an enduring attribute of his nature. So as long as you are in the Lord, fear cannot affect you. Fear cannot paralyze you or debilitate you because when you are in the Lord, you are in perfect love. Now let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your perfect love. Your word is light to my path and a constant reminder of just how great your love is for us as your children. Your word in Psalm chapter 36 verse 7 says, How precious is your steadfast love, O God! The children of mankind take refuge in the shadow of your wings. Lord Jesus, we refuse to be fearful. We refuse to live a life that is impacted by fear. However, I pray that our lives would be ruled by the pure and perfect love of God, a love that casts out fear. Luke chapter 10 verse 19 says, Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you. Thank you for giving us authority over all of the power of the enemy, King Jesus. I bind the spirit of fear in my life in Jesus' name. I bind every spirit of anxiety and restlessness in Jesus' name. I rebuke the spirit of uneasiness and panic in Jesus' name. May the Holy Spirit empower us and strengthen our trust and reliance in you. May the Holy Spirit help us to be bold and courageous in the midst of a chaotic world. Lord Jesus, move within our lives and our homes and remove the spirit of fear and instead fill us with love, hope, faith, and peace. Father God, we hold on to your word in Zephaniah 3, 
verse 17, which says, The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exalt you with loud singing. You are indeed in our midst, Lord Jesus. And when you are with us, we already have the victory. We are triumphant. Romans chapter 8 verse 37 says, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. I declare that I am more than a conqueror in Jesus' name. Because of Jesus Christ, I have no fear of the future. I do not fear tomorrow or the unknown because my life is in your hands, Lord Jesus. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, I will not give into the spirit of fear. I will not surrender to anxiety or worry. In Jesus' name I pray. Give me the grace, Lord, to continue growing in faith and trust. Help me, King Jesus, to experience true freedom and liberty from fear. Help me to not fear the threat posed by my enemies. Psalms 35 verse 1 to 3 says, Plead my cause, O Lord, with those who strive with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for my help. Also draw out the spear and stop those who persecute me. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. I look to you, Lord Jesus, to fight my battles. I look to you, Lord Jesus, to prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Contend for me, King Jesus. May your angels have charge over me and keep me in all of my ways. I thank you in advance for the victory over every spirit that is not of you. I praise you in advance for peace beyond understanding. Let there be a calmness and assuredness within me, knowing that you are a God who has continually shown your power and your strength. You are a God who has never lost a battle, and you will not start now. I bless your name because of your faithfulness. You are my light and my salvation. There is nothing and no one whom I shall fear. You are Lord Jesus, the strength of my life. May your peace guard my heart. Thank you for listening to this prayer. Be glorified forevermore. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Joshua chapter 24 From verse 14 The Bible says Now therefore fear the Lord Serve him in sincerity and in truth And put away the gods which your fathers served On the other side of the river and in Egypt Serve the Lord And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord Choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. 
whether the gods which your fathers served, that were on the other side of the river, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. In this passage of scripture, Joshua made a choice. He made a decision for his home. He said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua made the choice that his household would serve only one God. He decided that his household would worship Jehovah. His house would worship Elohim, El Shaddai, Yahweh, the Most High God. Joshua made a choice that he will allow no idol to be served in his home. No unclean spirit would have room to enter his home. Joshua understood that Jesus Christ is the head of the house. Jesus Christ has ruling authority over his home. The presence of God is resident in his home. Now verse 16 to 18 says, So the people answered and said, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For the Lord our God is he who brought us and our fathers up out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage who did those great signs in our sight and preserved us in all the way that we went and among all the people through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out from before us all the people including the Amorites who dwelt in the land. We also will serve the Lord for he is our God. And so today, in our own lives, in our own homes, will you stand and say, Far be it from me and my family, that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. Will you remember where the Lord has brought you out from? Will you remember the bondage that he has delivered you from? Will you remember the great signs and wonders that the Lord has performed throughout your life? Will you remember how he has preserved you and kept you over the years and how he continues to do so? But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, we will invite Jesus Christ to be the unseen guest at every meal. We will invite his presence to saturate our home. We will invite Jesus Christ to be the silent listener to every conversation. And it's with this understanding that we should pray. We're praying for God's blessing over our places of residence.
We're praying for safety and peace within our homes. We're praying for a spiritual cleansing by the blood of Jesus Christ. There should be no room for any evil spirits in our homes as children of God. And now, let us pray. King Jesus, we bow before you today, the one who is risen, the one who sits in glory at the right hand of the Father. We ask you today, Lord, to rule in our lives as King. Rule in our homes. May your presence have dominion in my home. May your will be done in my house, Lord. May your name be adored. May your name be praised and worshipped in my home. Have your way, Lord. May your blessings rain down on my place of residence. I seek your counsel in each decision that I make, Father. There is a lot of thought, a lot of energy and time required to create a home. And even then, a home is not complete unless it is built on your word, unless it is built on your presence or on the foundation that is Jesus Christ. I pray that you give me wisdom, Lord, to make good decisions within my home, decisions that are wise and help me to sustain my home for many years. I pray that you give me and my family a spirit of forgiveness so that we can show mercy to one another, so that we can be understanding to each other. Holy Spirit, help me to make Jesus Christ the highest priority inside my home. Help me, Holy Spirit, and keep me alert so that I may be vigilant against every evil spirit that may try to disrupt the peace that you have given me. I pray that my home be a place that exalts your holy name, Lord. I pray that my home will be an example of a Christ-centered home. May your presence create a spirit of love, kindness, humility and worship in my home. Have your way, Lord, and instill godly values in my home. Secure my home, Father. Keep me safe and keep my family safe. Whether it's at night or it's early in the morning, may you always be near, watching over me, covering me and protecting me. 1 Samuel chapter 25 verse 6 says, And thus you shall say to him who lives in prosperity, Peace be to you, peace be to your house, and peace to all that you have. I pray that you will establish my home as I hold on to your promises. May peace reign over my house. May the word of God have the final authority in my home. A peace that is beyond all understanding will rule my house.
arguments and division will not have any room in my home. Holy Spirit, help me so that my home may be one that acknowledges, values and treasures your name, your ways and your word. Lord, you are welcome in my house. May you pour out your grace and mercy on this place. May the blood of Jesus Christ protect me today, tomorrow and always. May you send your angels to always guard my home. You are a holy God who is faithful and worthy to be praised. I trust and believe that you have heard my prayer. I bless your holy name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.